I have been a retail store manager for probably over 35 years. I came to manage uh, San Rio Surprises in the Capitola Mall, and um, I was there approximately 18 months. So my granddaughters, you know, every time they come over, they wash their hands with Hello Kitty hand soap, and they're like, oh, Hello Kitty. I guess you could say, you know, she's a positive role model that brings a smile to my face. Welcome to Small Gift, Big Story, the podcast dedicated to archiving and sharing your personal Sanrio stories. My name is Salome. And I'm Marty. And this podcast episode is a discussion with Evelyn. Evelyn is a former Sanrio store manager, but a lifelong Sanrio fan. We really enjoyed talking to her and hearing her Sanrio stories about organizing her store, becoming a fan, experiencing behind-the-scenes Sanrio events, and how she continues to celebrate Hello Kitty today by passing it down to her granddaughters. We spoke to Evelyn by phone, and she started off by explaining how she responded to an advertisement for a Sanrio store manager in order to expand her retail experience to include children's accessories. This starts her devotion to the Sanrio store at the Capitola Mall, as well as all things Hello Kitty. So I saw this advertisement in the local newspaper, and it said a store manager wanted for children's accessories. And I thought, you know, like I've sold cookware, I've sold cosmetics, I've sold all sorts of things in my retail experience and managed different scenarios. And, you know, I've never had children as my customers. So I thought, oh, that could be interesting. And it possibly could have said Sanrio in the advertisement, the help wanted, but I did not know what Sanrio was at the time. So I went to, um, for my interview, and it was actually at the Capitola Mall, and um, I, uh, you know, interviewed with the district manager, and she hired me. And uh, Sanrio Surprises was a really tiny little store at the Capitola Mall. And I was familiar with the store, but it didn't look very inviting because, as I found out, the um, the practice of Sanrio, which was part of why I was interested and also interested in working for a Japanese company. It was a Japanese company owned by a family, and I like, wasn't really familiar with that. And I thought, oh, that would be pretty interesting, you know, to learn um, maybe a different way of doing business or retail. So as um, come to find out, the Sanrio Surprises on the Capitola Mall was owned by um, an individual, and they couldn't make it happen. So Sanrio, at the time, I can't speak now, they would purchase back the inventory and go ahead and make it a Sanrio Surprises owned by the company. Evelyn then goes on to describe the Capitola store where she was manager. She took a lot of pride and pleasure in decorating her store and creating promotional activities. It's clear that Evelyn's role as manager and her love of Sanrio products go hand in hand. She has the dream job of any Sanrio fan, organizing and displaying Sanrio items in the cutest way possible. At my store, I don't know if this was just something we made up because we were just, you know, we just loved Kitty. We had a wheel that we would, um, all, all, we would, 
we were allowed, I'm, I'm thinking that it was something that the company told us to do, but, you know, everything that was out of season, just say, we would, you know, mark it down, mark it out of stock, and then we would put it in the really darling little bags that, that you know, we would give our product, or, you know, when we sold something, you know, everybody gets a really cute little bag. So um, we would bag that stuff up, and for a price, the children would spin spin this wheel and then get whatever, you know, number they landed on. And we, because it caused quite a big ruckus in a line, we would do that maybe once a week on Saturday or something. And then, I don't know if your, your Hello Kitty had this, but, um, you know, we had, I had a college girl who was quite the artist, and they didn't provide this for us because we decided on our own. But what we did in our store was we had a calendar and we would have like half price on this or spin the wheel or, you know, we'd have activities on the calendar. And then we could ask the headquarters if we could have the kitty costume. And the same girl that loved um, to do the calendar, she would get in the kitty costume and go around the mall. It was like super duper hot, but she loved it. It was so much fun. You know, our store was, we, we had two little tiny windows. And like I said, the previous owners, they didn't really doll it up that much. It didn't really say kitty, you know, it said Sanrio Surprises on the outside. But if you're not familiar with what Hello Kitty is, you know, I tried to portray that in my windows. And I had like a couple of fun, you know, windows that I did like with Pachaco on a rainbow or, you know, little, um, I think the company gave us ceiling banners, you know, at times, but we would do all kinds of fun stuff hanging from filament from the ceiling or, you know, I had the Christmas that I was there, I put a Christmas tree and then all sorts of the little nylon-y, balloony animals, you know, I put the smaller the smaller ones in the tree and, you know, all kinds of kitty product in the in the tree, and it was just adorable. We had white flat wall that wasn't in the best of condition, so I tried to, you know, in all due respect, to, you know, make Kitty and all of her friends look wonderful with all their fun little products. I tried to lay out my displays, like, with different sections of stuff, and then and the seasonal changes, you know, like um, make sure everything was highlighted really cute. And, and we just hung everything on flat wall. And then we had four little individual pretty low, you know, in retail you call them gondolas, but they were display um, on wheels. I think they were on wheels anyway. So we had little end caps of the pencils and, you know, the gum and all that um, fun stuff, and then on the actual little gondolas, we pretty much put the seasonal stuff, and then the basic, the basic things would go on the walls. Like you know, we had. Uh, let me think of everything was popular, but you know, um, Kitty and all the characters' umbrellas and the little suitcases are adorable. So you know, we had a little. Um, I don't know if it was a cheat sheet or what, but telling all the characters and where they were from and, you know, like, uh, I'm from New York and, you know, I, I forget who was who and I don't want to, I don't want to misplace anybody's, you know, homeland. But anyway, it was, it was really cute how 
you know, accessible and not, and any individual would be drawn to different characters, you know, I guess due to the color palette or, you know, most everything was very cheerful and useful and identifiable. And um, one of my treasures besides my, um, that I've saved for all these years, and I'm going to give it to my grandbabies at some, well, they're not babies, they're big girls now, but they're four and five. Um, I'm going to give them this little tea set that I have. It's a ceramic tea set with the um, Sanrio, I don't know what year it was. It's probably, I have the original box, but it's a little darling teapot and two little teacups and saucers. Like we've heard from others before, Evelyn explains how working for Sanrio was such a pleasure for her, a company that truly embraces their motto, small gift, big smile. She also describes the amazing experience of going to a Sanrio warehouse sale. And Evelyn gives a shout out to our favorite classic Sanrio characters. You know, I, I saw that um, the company culture was um, pretty amazing. So, um, you know, like we went to meetings in, um, I believe they had a warehouse in South San Francisco. And um, one of the fun things that I did, I took my assistant manager, I think it was an obligation that I had to go, I was scheduled, but once a year um, they have a warehouse sale. Oh, you would just faint. I don't know if you've ever been, but the warehouse sale was so awesome. There was this big giant sale, so it was just tons and tons of stuff that we never even really saw in our store, but we were just, there was a big bank of um, uh, cash registers, and of course that was, I don't know how they ring up sales now, but we just had a little Casio, you know, we would have a department for Kitty and a department for Kuropi, and we would just, you know, ring accordingly. It was just, you know, collecting money, basically. We just rang up sales eight hours. It was, you know, totally amazing. And that warehouse is just, like, so tidy, so huge, so full of product. It would, you know, you'd faint. Well, I practically fainted. And I never saw so many people at, you know, an event. And it seemed like they were, you know, I don't know where they got the info, if they were on some sort of a mailing list. But this was so long ago, so... You know, there was no social media. There was, you know, these folks, these little kids, I'm sure they didn't have the internet. And Anyway, somehow or another, they all came to the warehouse sale, and it was so much fun. It was amazing. And, you know, the characters at the time when I worked were Bathmaru and My Melody, kind of, and Hello Kitty, of course, Kuropi, Pajako, the Little Twin Stars, a little bit. Peckle, I felt so sorry for Peckle. He was so, you know, like the low man on the totem pole. He didn't have a big following. And then Choco Cat kind of came in at the end of my um, time there. And then Monkey Chi and then Pippo. Pippo was pretty popular, too. Oh, I forgot about Spotty Dottie. Oh, how could I forget about her? Oh, my gosh. She just came into my mind like, don't forget about me. <laughs> anyway, so those are the characters that I had in my store that I that I managed. When we went to the warehouse sale, I noticed there was a lot of other product that was very um, much more esoteric looking to my eyes than the regular Hello Kitty product. And some of this wilder product was available, like, outside this country or to certain other people. 
So I thought, you know, as far as marketing and as far as the way Sanrio ran their company, I found it really, really um, diverse and interesting. And then to find out, like in Japan, how like Hello Kitty was a whole lifestyle, I thought, oh my gosh, how fun that, you know, people have the opportunity to, like I saw Hello Kitty refrigerators and Hello Kitty cars and, you know, anything Hello Kitty that you desired, you could have your whole abode, like, um, you know, with a kitty product. In the next segment, Evelyn describes a dream come true, a Sanrio cruise. This amazing idea was to show appreciation for store managers. She also describes an awesome memorial Hello Kitty jacket she received. Uh, it was really, really, really fun. And that, and that time, it was right after Kitty's 20th anniversary. So I, I can't um, testify to this, but I was told that the owner of the company, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, took all the local, of course, the San Francisco Hello Kitty was sort of the flagship in the USA. And um, so the owner of the company on the 20th anniversary took all the store managers out on a cruise around San Francisco Bay. And they also received a 20th anniversary Hello Kitty leather jacket, leather arms like a, like a, team jacket and it has kitty on the back oh my gosh it's so cute and you know they still had like one left at the san francisco store we took a field trip or maybe a meeting or something we went up to san francisco and um i bought i still have that hello kitty anniversary jacket my jacket says it's got um in red letters it says original on the top and then there's a little crown underneath and it says celebrating 20th anniversary. And then Kitty's got her overalls, her blue overalls on. And then on the one side it says 1976 and the other side it says 1996. Now, I don't know about you, but it seems like people are always asking Sanrio fans why they like Hello Kitty. I know that we both have our reasons, and many of them are similar to Evelyn's list of why Hello Kitty and the Sanrio product line is so awesome. The reason that I love managing and the whole Hello Kitty product, I have to love what I sell as a salesperson, and um, I I have to believe in it, and so um, I thought the quality was really great, and then to come f- to find out the bonus, um, the added bonus of Kitty and her friends, how I felt like she was such a role model uh, for little children, little girls and boys. Of course, the boys love Bats Maru and, you know, Pippo and, and Kuropi. But the, you know, the whole story of, or myth, or I, I just sort of took it as, kind of a, not really a belief system, but a good myth to operate from, like, the way Kitty was and her, um, the way she behaved and the way she presented herself and the way she treated her friends. And, you know, I just thought it was really, um, you know, a a really beautiful um, role model for little girls and boys. And the product was so, like, fun and shiny and, like, everything little kids want, you know, like bubble gum and pencils and pencil sharpeners and 
little doodads and pens. It's now everyone's favorite time of the podcast where we ask, Who are your top five favorite Sanrio characters? And here's Evelyn's. Of course, Hello Kitty, it goes without saying. She's just so cheerful and she seems like she's always productive and busy and I like her style, you know, her little clothes and, um, you know, she just represents goodness. Then Pachaco, he's just very kind of playful and funny and, you know, he's a puppy, so he's really cute. I like the colors that he wears. I like his color palette, but mostly because he's just so darn cute. Next, my melody is just really sweet, like demure and sweet, and uh, I don't know, she just um, seems shy and not really needy, but sort of uh, reserved, and, you know, that's, that's how I see her, so she's just very, very sweet and loving, um, not as outgoing as Kitty. And then, um, that's Maru. He's just kind of like a, he's not really an instigator. I think he's just a guy on his own, you know, path, and, but still has his friends, but really a unique individual, sort of, uh, adventuresome, very big into the adventure, a little bit playful as far as could be mischievous. And, um, and then maybe Chaco Cat. Just the little pointy ears are so inviting. And, uh, I don't know, I just like the little expression. And, again, the simplicity of the character, I think, is what, what I like. I love the way she describes the characters. Yeah, her whole interview went really well. And it's actually the reason why we're doing this podcast. Uh, You guys, we really are looking forward to hearing more Sanrio stories. So if you've got a story that you want everyone to hear, please, please, please email us. You can go to facebook.com slash smallgiftbigstory and drop us a message. Thanks for listening.